Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 31 of season three. And today's title is 10 Things You Should Know. More specifically, it's 10 Things I I Am Noticing About a Passage. It's a good thing when you start a Bible study and you open the Bible. And one of the first questions that um, is a good thing to ask is, what do I notice? You just make observations. So I'm going to tell you 10 things that I notice about this passage today. We're in uh, the last few minutes of Jesus's teaching. Uh, He goes right from here, right to the Garden of Gethsemane, and then to the crucifixion and all the suffering after two more paragraphs today and I think tomorrow, and then then tomorrow he gets uh, arrested. So this is a big moment in Jesus's teaching career, and this is what he does at the end. He prays. First of all, he prays for himself. Then then he prays for his disciples, and then he's going to pray for us. So today is primarily what he prays for, for the disciples. This is John chapter 17 and verse 9. He's referring to the disciples now. He says, I am praying for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you send me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified in truth. And then verse 20 is when he switches and then he begins to pray for us down the road for those who will believe through their word. So 10 things I notice here. First of all, one is just knowledge. He knows what's going on. He knows that things are going to be tough. He knows that there's an evil one, that hate is coming. And he prays for us. So in that knowledge, there's this this prayer. Hebrews 7, uh, 25 says that the best of all, this was referring to Jesus. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. So think about this. This is a moment in time right before the crucifixion, hours before the crucifixion, where Jesus says, I am praying for them. And the truth of it is, is that Jesus continues that process and makes intercession for us. So think about that today. I am prayed for. Wow, that's that's great. All right, second thing is security. I have kept uh, the disciples. I have guarded the disciples. There's a security in this family of God. Okay, third thing, uh, urgency. There's this. There's a change coming, which which begets this uh, prayer and getting the disciples ready. And that is 
that Jesus is leaving. He's going to the Father. He's going to send the Holy Spirit. And the Father and Son are going to come and make their home with us in some sort of a new and unique way, probably facilitated by the Holy Spirit. Uh, fourth thing is joy, that we are supposed to be joy havers. It's just so interesting that he's talking about evil and persecution and maybe disunity and the, the, the troubles of the world, and yet that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So despite all this stuff, we're supposed to be joy havers. All right, fifth thing is protection that we are kept from the evil one. Even though he still wants us in the world, uh, he possesses us and protects us that we are not alone. We're not orphans in this world. Next is we are sent into the world. So we have a purpose to actually go into this uh, place that will be difficult, maybe enemy territory if you want to get uh, dramatic about it. And then we're supposed to, next is we're supposed to stay connected to the word. We're supposed to be receivers of the truth, uh, sanctified by it, by using the word and using the truth. Um, and then finally, that we are called to glorify him, uh, which is to make him known, make his character and characteristics known. So in conclusion, you... Dear listener, believer of the Lord, you are known by him. You are prayed for. You are intercessed by him. He lives to make intercession for you, says it in Hebrews. You are amidst trouble. You have an enemy. You should have joy. You are protected. You are sent You are in a world and in a local church in which he seeks to have you be unified to the body. You are sanctified by his word and by his truth. You're an alien in this world and you represent, you represent and glorify him. Jesus has a lot to say in, this, in these last, not even days, these last hours. You are prayed for. You're known. He knows you're going to have trouble. He knows you have an enemy, yet you are protected and you are sent and you represent him. Thank the Lord. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of the family of God. And if you're not part of the family of God, please come join us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.